welcome to The Boss Babe Mentality. This podcast is dedicated for women like you who want to level up, improve your overall health, mindset, and to be the best version of yourself. I'm Emily, your host. I'm a personal trainer and owner of The Sweat Club. If you are looking to elevate your life and want to have that all-round boss babe mentality, then you have come to the right place. Join me each week as I have real and raw combos with boss babes about all things health, wealth, business, success, failure, and so much more. Hello and welcome, you beautiful people, to episode number three of the Boss Babe Mentality. Today, I am joined by the mega-talented, internationally recognized makeup artist and all-round boss babe, Miranda Emblem. Now, Miranda has worked with a number of famous faces, iconic boutique fashion houses to produce amazing creative projects that have been recognized worldwide. Not only is Miranda passionate about beauty and fashion, but she is also very passionate about the importance of allowing time for yourself, self-love, finding a balance, and following your passion. Today, we are talking not just about Miranda's career, but we cover topics on how to find that work-life balance, living your purpose, and tips on how to become your most authentic self. Don't worry, we definitely still chat about skincare, makeup, affordable makeup, and so much more. So put your shoes on, get out for a walk, and enjoy this jam-packed episode. Now, we did have some technical difficulties, so you may hear some background noise, but that does not make this episode any less awesome. So let's jump in to this amazing chat. Welcome, Miranda. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. My pleasure. So before we get into anything, I am going to ask you what I ask every guest, which is what is your most bizarre habit? Okay, my, my most bizarre habit. I've got a few, but I would have to say like the most awkward kind of embarrassing <laughs> habit I have is when I'm concentrating and I stick my tongue out. It's like a balance <laughs> thing. And it becomes really like anyone who works in the onset or I've done makeup for would know, like they would have caught me doing it. <laughs> and it's this awkward concentrating thing I do like when I'm creating, when I'm, um, yeah. And it's funny, all the behind the scenes shots, I'm poking my tongue out. <laughs> so funny. It's so I, weird. I actually, I do the exact same thing. Like when I was in school, I used to, when I was cutting, like would definitely stick yeah. my tongue out to focus. It's strange. It's bizarre habit. And yeah. It, it's I like, have. you know, a female's putting on their mascara. Totally. You know, why yeah. do we have to open our mouths? Like weird. You know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's balanced. <laughs> Literally. Um, okay. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Who are you? Who am I? Um, I, I'm Miranda. Miranda, I'm, I've been a makeup artist for 13 years now. I started when I was, yeah, 14, 15 years old. Um, yeah, it's all I've ever really known. Um, yeah, that's wow. my life. Yeah. Amazing. And so you are living on the Sunshine Coast, but you haven't always lived here. Well, you were born here, but then you yeah. kind of went and did your own thing. Now tell us about that. Where have you been? And what have you done? Oh, I've done a lot of <laughs> very, a lot of different things in this industry. 
Um, that's, I think, one of my favourite things about the job. It takes you to so many incredible places, so many, you know, meeting so many amazing people and, yeah, like it's taken me all around the world, which is I'm really grateful for, all the amazing opportunities. And, um, yeah, I guess when I, my first, you know, big trip I would say would be when I was about 21 and I moved to the States um, to kind of pursue study and, and just kind of, you know, drawn to Hollywood where, where the movies are made, where everything's kind of created. Um, yeah. And that was a really cool time in life. Like obviously just partying and just, just, yeah, it's just such a different world. Typical. Yeah. Just just having a, yeah, a great experience over there. And, um, but it was actually, you know, I think it's a place where things happen and dreams definitely happen. Like the people you meet, the opportunities that you're open to, are incredible but I think it was at that point where I'm such a family person and yeah I was called back to Australia and yeah I think you know I think with social media now we're so lucky that we can travel um for work you know um and it's quite easy well when coronavirus isn't around it's quite easy yes definitely yeah, um, it's taken me all different places, um, but you know, Australia's home to me. And totally. The, yeah, that's awesome. So you're yeah. classified as an internationally recognised industry leader. What made you actually want to become a makeup artist? Uh, that's a really good question. Well, I never, I I kind of just accidentally found it. To be honest, I at school I was, you know, that girl that probably was just there to socialize, to be honest, to have a good time, um, catch up with friends, not very, I wouldn't say not academic, but I was more creative and art was my, you know, my main, um, subject that I loved and thrived in. Um, you know, my mum's kept some of my books and I've just got drawings all through (laughs) my books. No, no actual theory, just, just drawing. Yes. Um, yeah, so I think I've always had that kind of creative flair, um, but I've never, I never knew what I wanted to do growing up. Um, and I was a bit of a tomboy actually. Amazing. (laughs) And didn't wear much makeup. Um, but my mom actually put me into a deportment and grooming course. I don't know if you guys have heard of those, but what is that all about? It was just a thing like that mums, that parents did like in that time. And they put their kids into deportment and grooming to kind of learn to be a lady, learn, you know, learn makeup, learn some life skills. Yes. Um, and at the time I, I hated her for it. <laughs> I was like, why are, you, why are you putting me into this? You know, it's not, <laughs> not my thing. Um, but funnily enough, I, um, the teacher was amazing. She was an incredible makeup artist who had travelled and had amazing experiences. and. Um, one of the sessions we did was about makeup and having that creative background, I just was like, this is, this is awesome. This is something I could totally do. Like it's like painting a face, you know? And I think I was, as a kid, I was always really drawn to editorials and storytelling and and movies and and so intrigued by how things were made. Um, And that's kind of, yeah, the, the creativity, you know, and being able to express it by, by art, I think is something I was always drawn to. So 
yeah, totally. my yeah, I guess my mum was a big influence in that. So that's really cool. But that's you know, really just cool. yeah. Sorry, that's um, really cool to have like your family, yeah, be like push you into that kind of direction, which is sick, especially because maybe you weren't really sure like what you were going to do. I guess moving forward from like school, what if you weren't going to, if you didn't go down that path of makeup, where do you think you would be now? What do you think you would be yeah, doing? That's, I often think about that actually. And I think I would either work with animals because I just love animals and yeah, I just have this connection with them. Um, but I think also maybe something in like, physiotherapy or like osteo or something like that I'm really cool. passionate about like alignment and spinal and all that stuff um yeah but I mean yeah <laughs> like we're here now and you've absolutely yeah, we're crushed here. It. yeah yeah um but yeah it's interesting to think back and how, you to be when you're young. yeah definitely like your industry that you're in is just so like fast paced and when you're on yeah. you're on and you've just got to like be going and going and going how do you juggle that like work slash life balance like how do you juggle that yeah I've um well I've definitely struggled with that um in the years it's definitely something I've learnt um the hard way <laughs> um you know I think everybody regardless of your job you need to find balance you know life gets overwhelming between you know the daily things and family and yourself and I think the travel especially um, working the crazy long days and then having to travel mm-hmm. on top of that waiting at airports it can be very emotionally draining and you know running on you know not much sleep and so yeah I, I definitely um had an experience where I really burnt myself out to the point where I was exhausted and, and not a very good version of myself. I didn't have, I didn't have the energy to give to my clients properly, my family and myself, you know? So, um, I've learned the hard way through that experience, um, and has pushed me into a, you know, a stronger path, a stronger direction. And yeah, I've, I've learned the balance and, and finding that. Um, And would you say that you, like, how did you actually manage that balance? So you found that you had that big crash and what steps did you end up taking that? Okay. Now I have to figure out what, what I can do at certain times and what I can't do. Yeah. I think, um, you know, my anxiety became quite, um, intense and I had to learn to control that. And, um, I was, you know, on top of the career stuff, it was personal stuff as well. And, um, I kind of found myself doing yoga and connecting with my breath and my mind and strengthening. Um, yeah, like that whole mind body connection. And that kind of led me on this whole spiritual journey of, um, trusting myself and taking time out. And, you know, it's so important to play, you know, it's so important to make time for yourself, you know, um, because an email can, you can reply to that, you know, especially in the morning, you know, I think that's, that's my time to really get up and create my rituals and set up my energy for the day to have a productive day, you know? Totally. Um, And that is so like, that is so important, isn't it? Like every single day we need to make sure that we start these habits. And that's something I definitely do in like my profession as well as like what, 
what can we do to actually start our day off right? And that's something we're definitely going to come back to. I'm going to ask you a couple of questions about that in a second. Um, But I want to quickly touch on so at the moment with everything that's going on, right, there's, there's, we were talking about before, there's not much production going on at the moment. And, you know, you've had to pretty much just take a, take a hold, um, in your career at the moment. What I want to ask you is what advice would you give to girls that are listening who are kind of going through that same, that same struggle that we've both kind of felt at the, at the moment, you know, what would you, what advice would you give for, the girls that maybe yeah have lost their job or or a bit uncertain through through those times what how did you kind of cope with it and yeah what yeah what tips have you got for others okay um well personally I mean for myself I am quite an introvert um on my downtime so to be honest like isolation isn't very different for me apart from the work thing um but I've just really I think there's a silver lining here and I think we need to you know, as, you know, scary as it is, I think we need to focus on the positives and make the most of this downtime because we don't know when we're going to get this again. Exactly. And, you know, I don't know about you, but I've been really like actually trying to enjoy it and get creative in this time and come out of it stronger. You know, like I think we're all doing a really good job to support each other, like small brands. And I think we'll get back. Um, We just, yeah, you know, whether it's, learning guitar or, you know, something you've always wanted to, but never had the time. Like it's the perfect time. Like we've got nowhere to be. Yes. And that's what we were saying before was the fact that like, yeah, we're never probably going to have this much time on our hands again. We might as well make the most of it. What I was saying to someone the other day was that like, I thought to myself, what would I do what have I always wanted to do that potentially I've kind of always put on the back burner because I'm like, don't have time, can't do it, too busy. And I've like written down all these things that, you know, I'm like, okay, this is what something I've always wanted to do. Like swim at the beach every morning. That was one thing that I've wanted to do. And because, you know, too busy, like normal lifestyle, I kind of put that on the back burner, but it's literally been so good for like my mental health and just literally, like we said, starting that day in that morning ritual, I think that is something that's so cool. And yeah, I would definitely, that's a piece of advice that I would give to someone is literally write down everything you've always wanted to do when you're busy. Um, and yeah, now that you're not kind of that busy anymore, that yeah, everything kind of slows down. Right. And it definitely takes us back to, yeah, I guess our roots and like figuring out what we like for ourselves rather than trying to please Mm -hmm. everyone as well. Right. Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, this time could be a really confronting time for people who haven't processed their own stuff and their own emotions. Mm -hmm. And um, I think I'm someone who has processed a lot and, you know, um, but yeah, it's a time to really look, look at yourself, look within and go, Hey, like, what do I want? Like, how can I, you know, do more for myself and, and even the energy, like I was down at the beach this morning, you know, and the energy from people, mm-hmm. it's quite contagious. You can feel people out exercising. They're actually living their lives. They're enjoying this. And it just shows us like, yes, you know, career is very important and that is a huge, you know, part of life, but you know, it is the little things and it's, you know, being with your family through these times and it's, yeah, it's, taught me so much and I think it will teach so many people about themselves. Yes, I can completely agree. I definitely know that like 
for me personally, I would maybe talk to over 100 people a day, even if it was just saying hi to people, like I would be so focused on everyone else that, yeah, you kind of do end up putting yourself on the back burner. Um, Mm. like you were saying before, um, and then you end up kind of yet yeah, not even knowing what you like personally. And that's something that I'm starting to, again, figure out, okay, yeah, I, I do like this. And it's like, I've got more time on my hands and I hope other people are feeling the same way, you know, trying to figure out who, who they are and, and what they like, uh, by themselves. And I guess, you know, for people that are like maybe living by themselves or, or don't have much like human interaction at the moment, this is definitely a time to figure out who you are and what you like and what you kind of, um, yeah, want from your everyday and, and eventually I guess, you know, your year and whatever you want from your life, which is sick. And that's something we're going to get into. Um, so not only are you super passionate in makeup and, and fashion and styling, you're also super passionate about your health and well-being, And that's something I really want to talk about because I think it's important, especially at a time like now to focus on our health internally externally as well. Um, have you always been super passionate about this or was it that moment that you kind of felt, okay, I'm, I'm burning out. And that's when you kind of realized I really need to focus on me. What was it? Yeah, I think it was a real mix of, um, personal life and career. You know, I was getting, I was growing at a really rapid pace. Um, I, I literally only have myself. I don't have a team working for me. Um, so that was, um, a lot in itself and then a relationship um, with its things. So I think between the two, I was not in a great place. Um, and yeah. And then I found yoga and that is what opened my mind to just being present and tapping into your own emotions and, you know, listening to your intuition and your gut. And I think that tells us so much and, um, and meditation as well has changed my life and, you know, just prepares you and, and makes you present life, life gets so crazy and it's just good to stop and reflect and yeah. Do you use the meditation apps? Um, or do you just do it like by yourself? Yeah. Um, sometimes I just do it by myself, but often I will do a guided meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, some I just find random ones on YouTube. I love Joe Dispenza. That's how you say his name. Joe, Joe, he's awesome. Um, but yeah, it really depends how I'm feeling in a the day. There's, dif- there's different meditations that can help you with different situations so if I'm wanting to sleep you know that helps me sleep if I'm wanting to really get motivated there's different you know and also boho beautiful I like hers she's really um we heard of her no no I'm gonna have to search into this yeah she's this gorgeous like American girl and yeah just stunning but she's always doing yoga in these really gorgeous locations like Bora Bora or oh you know and, and it makes you feel like you're there and, and she's really got a calming, soothing voice. So yeah. That is so I mean, nice. Yeah. And I found as well, like with meditating, I am not the best meditator because exactly what you said before, I'm here, there and everywhere in my mind. So it definitely, it's amazing when I do get in the zone, but I definitely find it hard to like concentrate. But um, mm. what I've found is that it makes me feel, especially if I do it in the morning, it just makes me feel so energetic energetic and ready to kind of like seize my day exactly you're giving yourself a moment to be present and focus on what you want your feelings and you know especially the breath like just breathing is such a key part of yoga meditation and yeah it's it's mind-blowing how much 
you know, breathing properly can stimulate your energy, you know, like, you know, Wim Hof and it's just, we're discovering so much right now and in this point in life and it's only getting bigger and yeah, I think now's the time for people to get on board for sure. Definitely. And especially like for mental health, right? It definitely helps me definitely calms my brain down from the 300 million things I feel like I've got to do all the time. So I definitely, yeah, I can agree with that for sure. So throughout all of this, how do you, how are you finding that you're keeping positive? What, what steps are you taking in order to kind of keep positive? Yeah. I mean, I think the morning ritual for me is very important because that sets me up for the holiday. Like if I sleep in, then I feel like groggy, like probably overtired and yeah. I mean, there's sometimes you do it, Yeah. Um, you know, up late watching Netflix. I've been guilty of that a few times, <laughs> but yeah, I think your morning rituals are so important and really I think the night before as well, like going to bed and being like, okay, what am I going to get done tomorrow? Let's kind of lay out some points of what I got to get done. And that helps me too because I'm kind of already setting the intention. Um, yeah, I find that's a big help. Yes, me too. And nature, na- nature for me, if I have some time to myself and I'm feeling empowered or feeling energized, then I'll have more energy to do the things I want to do in the day. Yes. And like, that's exactly what I said this on my Instagram this morning was like, I had a couple of tips that I found that were helping me throughout this. And one of them was get outside and like literally breathe in that beautiful, like fresh air and like going on a walk or a run or a walk to the beach or sit, sit on the beach. Not that we're actually allowed to do that at the moment, but Mm. (laughs) just slowly, just slowly walk on the beach. But yeah, it's like, it's so surprising how awesome it makes you feel right, which is so cool. And that's, yeah, that's definitely something that needs to happen for all of you listeners make sure that you are taking that time out for you. It's quite easy, isn't it? That like we're able to, well, it's quite easy for us to kind of keep going forward. I know that at the start of this whole thing, I was like, okay, what else? What next? What next? What next? It was like, Mm -hmm. it was nearly overwhelming. So it's nice to, to, it's refreshing to talk to you because you're like, no, like take a step back and, and just think about what you actually enjoy in your life. And I think, that is this whole situation. If we can find anything out of it, it's that definitely we are able to, yeah, find ourselves again and, and find out what's important to us in our, in our everyday life. Like definitely. And we know it's not going to be like this forever, but it's a nice reminder at the worst of times for us to kind of go, all right, what do, what do I like? And what, what actually like fills up my cup, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. And I think you know, this experience is making us grateful for things that matter to us. And, you know, once this is all over, we can put that back into practice and try and find some balance in our lives. You know, like it's definitely been a wake up call for me. Totally. And and same same for me. Yeah. Yeah, And exactly. And there's so many people that are going, wow. And, um, you know, it's quite easy for us to, yeah, like I said, take a bit of a take a bit of a negative spin on it, isn't it? But we really need to make sure that we're figuring out what, what's going to make us happy throughout this time. So yeah, I think and, it's and on that topic as well, like, you know, like you say, you're quite a busy mind and you like to plan ahead. Sometimes you get less done with that mentality. Yes. Sometimes it, when you stop, you can really see things clearly and just be in it, you know? And is that what you normally do? Like during your work, if you're go, 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 do you normally have to kind of just take, all right, Miranda, take a step back and like actually 
what, what needs to be like, what needs to happen here? Absolutely. I think, um, yeah, like I, I think I work with a lot of people on set. So, you know, as there's a lot of energy, it can be quite draining. There's a lot of interaction and yeah, I need to come back to myself in between, you know, when I get back to my hotel or just chill out, you know, and get grounded. And that's why the ocean's such a big part of my life because it's so grounding. It's, it's healing. It's ocean therapy. It just, yeah, it makes everything, um, clearer and yeah it keeps me grounded you are so amazing honestly you make me calm and that is <laughs> that is something that is so special everything you said I can literally relate to and I really hope that people um take away if anything just literally to breathe and to stop and to calm and I definitely agree with the um you know, the ocean being a healing, a healing component, because every day, like I said to you, I have wanted, that was my goal throughout this whole time is go for a swim every single day. Even if I don't want to, even if I know it's going to be cold, I know that in the long run, every time I finish that swim, I'm like, man, I feel so good. It's so awesome. Yeah. Well, maybe time to pull out that surfboard. <laughs> okay. All right. Fine. Miranda and <laughs> I were saying, yeah, Miranda and I were saying before, I am definitely not a surfer, but she is like this amazing little girfer, which is so cool. And I am. I wouldn't so- go that far, but yeah. <laughs> I am so the opposite. So we're going to, we're going to have a little surf one day. Definitely. Oh, yeah. you've got yeah, to hold me to it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's get into the next part of this podcast, which is questions that I have put to my, um, followers on Instagram. I asked a, um, I put a little question box up. And so I've got a couple of questions here. They are more business and makeup related. So we will jump into it. And the first question is, what is some easy skincare for the lazy gal? Which is so important, isn't it? Because really us gals, we can get a bit lazy. I I love the people that are so like ritual based in their skincare. I'm like, please give me some tips. So give us some tips. If we're lazy gals, what, what's the best skincare? Well, you're talking to the laziest girl yes. of all. So yeah, I've got you. <laughs> I've got you covered. Um, yeah, I'm super chill with my skincare. Um, I think we can all get very overwhelmed with the skincare. Like too much, too much, you know. I think simple is key. Um, and it's I've actually suffered with um, some problem skin over the years, like coming with hormones and all the rest. Um, so I've tried a lot of different things. Um, but my favorite is a uh, rationale. It's mm-hmm. a, it's an Australian brand. Um, incredible science behind it. Um, yeah, it's incredible. Um, but yeah, I, I literally use that. It's my go-to. Um, you know, I think I use about four products in the whole range and there's one amazing mask that is, is like having a, a little mini peel in your home. And once a week it's called the, um, immunologist mask and okay. it is, it is amazing. I swear by it. All right. So write know. that down. Yeah. Write that down, gals. Get Immunologist, that. Rationale. Amazing. All right. Yeah. And it's not cheap, but you know, it will last a long time. You yeah. don't need a lot. Man. And that's, that's exactly right with, with skincare. If you kind of literally like ration it out, I guess, and you get a good product, you're kind of happy to pay that price, aren't you? Yeah, that's it. And skincare, you know, it's your face at the end of the day. You want to maintain the skin you've got rather than covering it up with makeup. I think like maybe a makeup artist, I'm actually quite 
minimal with my makeup because yeah. my concern is having good skin. You know, I want it to, I don't want to have to wear too much makeup because that's kind of defeats the purpose. You know, it's all about accentuating the natural beauty. And I love that, you know, that's become quite trendy with makeup is accentuating like your freckles, beauty spots, your brows, like it's, it's kind of become more minimal and girls just want to look effortless. You know, I woke up like this. Yes. And who would have thought what a huge change from the makeup industry, like maybe 10 years ago to now, if you've seen any of Miranda's work that it literally, it's gorgeous. You'd literally just accentuate the beautiful natural features and yeah, you definitely, it's, it's not that kind of old school cakey, like scary kind of makeup, right? Which is heavy, heavy, smoky eye, Kim Kardashian vibes. That was when I kind of started. I remember that. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Like the, the trends over the years, you just never know what's coming. Like you just, yeah. Might but come back. You know? Yeah, exactly. And you know what? It's cool that you adapt to, to kind of what the, what trends are in as well, which is awesome. Yeah, I love that. Definitely. I, love that. I think it's taken me a long time to kind of find my niche over the years. Like, you know, Instagram makeup became such a huge trend and that was actually a real struggle for me because it doesn't really align with me like the heavy contouring, you know, dramatic eyebrows, like overdrawn lips, like it's not really my vibe. And, and I think I struggled because I had, you know, quite a lot of um, girls wanted to achieve that look and it just didn't align. And I think that's where I had to learn and say, actually, you know, it's not really my vibe. Like this is my style. And, and once you kind of stick to your style um, and it's unique, I think, that's key to being authentic to yourself and your, you know, your own brand as well. So totally. I think that's cool. You definitely have to, once you've got your niche, you have to stick to it and it can always be evolving. Right. But yeah, you kind of don't want to just like for maybe a new client or or money necessarily, you know, you don't want to just kind of steer too far away from like what you definitely have kind of set for yourself, which is great. Good on you. That's so cool. Um, Okay. Next question. (laughs) This is a good one. And I'm actually so interested to hear your, um, your answer. So first of all, the first question is what's your hardest client story? And the second one is your favorite client story. So you start wherever okay. you want. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my hardest clients. Well, to be honest, I've had so many incredible clients and I haven't like over these 13 years, there haven't been many moments where I've, you know, been like oh my gosh you know there's obviously there's always going to be a few but the most frustrating for me is probably models on their phones I get so cranky I'm just like ah, girls, this is so interesting Renee and Alicia if you hear this <laughs> the Herbert twins so that's hard you don't want yeah is it just the fact that what what is it well you know you're in a time limit for a start like often I'll have an hour and a half for hair and makeup which is quite tight as it is, um, you know, when you're working with a new face. I actually work with the girls all the time, so it's pretty – and they're stunning, so it's like, what do you even need? <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, it's a, time, it's a time limit and it's just like, you know, being slightly – looking down, it makes it harder for the job. Yeah. Um, but, no, I love you girls. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's not – it's just the fact that 
I can only imagine. I actually, yeah, try and if ever I'm getting my makeup done, not that I'm a bloody model, but just for any special occasion, I think, yeah, um, I try and actively be off my phone because otherwise there's always something to do on there, right? Yeah, exactly. exactly. (laughs) All right. Fave client um, story. Ah, fave client story. Ah, that's hard. Um, I've worked with some really amazing people, um, you know, of all different industries and it's hard to kind of say one because they're all very inspiring in their own way. Um, but the mo- the ones that kind of sat with me, uh, you know, working with the most famous people, I still think the most meaningful to me was like those really emotional moments where I just like, yeah, <laughs> it's just, I once did makeup for a lady with cancer and yeah. she had lost her eyebrows and just talking to her, that was a really special experience. Um, yeah, I get emotional <laughs> talking and uh, no. And also my um, 80 year old Nan, I did her birthday last year and that was just really special. She has dementia. So um, that was very tricky to like do her makeup because she just keeps moving and but that was special that was really special and those um, are the ones that you really remember right like that is yeah. both of those are just so special and you will probably hold that forever you yeah. know that yeah, is so definitely. cool and but that's I think so really rewarding. special yeah it really is and I think that's the whole thing of makeup making someone feel beautiful and you know good about themselves and yeah I think another thing would probably be you know, idolizing people. And I think musicians, especially that's like a big part in my heart. And I, you know, I look up to so many of them and love their music. And when you get to work with someone, it's just like, I really like look up to you. And that's just, it's just awesome to kind of be creating with these amazing creative people. And what an absolute vibe, like having so many people around, like say on a shoot or a video, like a film clip or something, it just must be so, just such a cool production to see all come together. Yeah, it really is. And you're kind of creating a story, you're you're vibing up each other. You know, I think as the artist too, there can be a lot of pressure on them and they're actually nervous as well. You know, they're not used to being in front of cameras and or to a degree. (laughs) um so you know I think it's really motivating everyone on set and it's like having a little cheer squad (laughs) like you know and I think that's why I love working with um my creative family like Jane Collective Sticks and Stones and Entroy like we have the best time on set we are all best mates and the vibes are just yeah the best the best and that's what you want every damn day to go to work and just know that high vibes right absolutely like you want to enjoy every day like every day is so different you know and that's what I love like yeah very very grateful that's so cool and you can definitely tell that you're so passionate about that and not only just literally making someone like look pretty as such you know it's so much more than than just literally putting on makeup which is so cool yeah. and that that obviously is what sets you apart from everyone else's it's not like you just don't care about them internally as well so I think that's really special and that is so cool to hear um okay I have one yeah. last question and the question is favorite low-cost makeup product give me give me something oh that's gonna be really hard because I have the most expensive taste <laughs> in makeup um okay as a good 
kind of reasonable product goes, that's a game changer for me. And it's kind of like an effortless everyday wear. I love the um, Benefit Gimme Brow. Have you heard of that? Yes. Is that the brow brow. gel? It's not a gel, but it's like a fibre and it kind of adds this definition to the brows and kind of fluffs them up and super easy. Like if you're on the go and you don't have time to make sure they're even, it's just (laughs) throw it on and off you go. It's awesome. That's absolutely great. Yeah, well. Yeah, that's a... That's what we like to see. Uh, well, that's definitely what I need for a makeup look is like the most like effortless look slash I'm lazy. So it will be like powder or yeah, fibers that perfect. That's exactly yeah, what exactly. I need for my brows. But you know what? It, I have expensive taste in makeup doesn't mean that some of the cheaper stuff isn't good. I think, you know, it's, it's playing around with what works for you and, um, I think when it comes to eyeshadows, like pigment is obviously a really important factor. So if you can test the pigment on your hand and kind of see how it's lasting, Um, but things are getting better now. Like there's so much range out there that, you know, it doesn't really matter what you're using. It's just being creative with it. You know, there's times where I have to use a lipstick for cheeks, you know, it's about, you know, getting creative with one product you know, has so many purposes, you know, a bit of um, shimmery eyeshadow. If you don't have a highlighter, you could just pop a little bit on your cupid bow or your cheekbone. It's about being like resourceful, you know. Yeah, I've had moments where I get on set and I'm like, oh no, like I've had this moment where I've, I've left a key product at home, like, oh my gosh, I've stolen it for my own face. <laughs> um, I still don't have my own makeup kit. I, I steal my... Yeah, my business kit. Yeah, my business ones. Yeah, um, but yeah, like in those situations, it's just improvised. Think, oh, can I use that? Yes, I can. It works. That's cool. So yeah, there's yeah. you can have you can have lots of different things for the one product, right? Exactly. So many options. Being That's creative. So cool. That's so cool. So I actually have a personal question. Um, what is one or a couple of tips that you would give someone who is wanting to start? in the makeup industry and wanting to start their own little business? Yeah, I think, I mean, things have changed so much now compared to when I was starting in the industry. There were, you know, not many makeup artists around. It was very new. Um, So it was a very different time to get in. But I, I think now there's so much opportunity with social media and, um, I think, you know, self-promotion is key and, you know, being a creative, I, I always get messages regarding like, where should I study? Where should I do this? You know? And I think being a makeup artist, a creative, it is a creative job. You know, you can, you can go study, you can pay $15,000 and you may not have that skill still, you know, it's, it's something that comes with time and practice and a natural ability. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously there's fundamentals you have to know. Um, but I think, you know, the, the key is it's, it's about showing your work and your portfolio, you know, not often you go for jobs and it's like, okay, where's your credentials? Show me what your qualifications, not unless you're working in retail or something. Um, but if it's just makeup, like people want to see what you can do, mm-hmm. you know, people want to see your vibe. And I think that's such an important thing is branding yourself and you know the work that you want is the work you want to put out there so you know say you wanted to do weddings 
then promote weddings. If you want to just do shoots, then just post shoots, don't post wedding stuff, you know? So I think that is a huge um, part of branding and marketing and um, yeah. And being authentic to yourself, you know, I think for me, that was a big game changer. Like, okay, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not an Instagram makeup artist and that's okay. Okay. And I want this type of clientele, you know, I want to work with fashion. I want to work with ethical brands. Um, you know, and I think that was one of the biggest learning points for me is being true to myself, you know, and not feeling, okay, I don't have to do, I don't have to do the Instagram stuff, you know, and yeah, find your, find your niche, find whatever it is, um, whether it's special effects, like there's so many different areas with makeup. And there is that, that's exactly right. There's so much. And I think you're so, you're so correct with anything, isn't it? Like when starting a business or, you know, even in my profession, it's like, what, yeah, what do you like doing? And, you know, I quickly found out um, potentially, you know, if I found that one of my clients wasn't a perfect fit, then I was kind of, I wanted to be like, you're saying authentic to yourself. And I kind of, you know, said to, it was, it only happened once, but I said to someone like, I don't think we're maybe the right fit for each other. You know, we just, we, it wasn't my style and she definitely wasn't like liking what my style was either. And that was so, that was so hard for me, but I definitely was like, no, I need to stay true to what I want and what I like doing and how the way I like training and same deal for you. You know, you were like, you don't want to be an Instagram makeup artist. And, and that was something that you were like, no, from the very start, which is so cool. And that's, that's something we don't see definitely every day, everyone, you know, sometimes people take money where they take it, but you know, I think definitely you do in order to be happy. Yeah. I think that it's something that you've got to do for yourself, right? Exactly. And then you're going to attract those people that are passionate about the same thing or on your vibe, you know, like exercise is such a personal thing too, because for me, like that intense training can be very exhausting Mm -hmm. and can actually leave me feeling more fatigued. Whereas really light exercise, um, like yoga and Pilates, what I can, something I can do at my own pace, that's what I need, you know, yeah. or outdoors, being outdoors, you know, and so each to their own, like some people love that full on exercise, like hit, you know, like <laughs> get into it. I'm, I'm too scared. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to try it. You've got to try it. It's yeah, I'll have to. Fun. But again, yeah, everyone is so different. And that is something I've definitely spoken about. We're going off on a tangent here, but that is definitely. It's okay. We've got all day. I have We've nowhere to be. <laughs> We're isolating. <laughs> um, that's something that I've spoken to so many people about. They're like, I can't either self-motivate um, or I'm finding that what I'm doing, I hate like, and it's like, well, change it. Like you have to change it and find out what works for you. If yoga works for you, then do it. If yoga's too slow for you, then change it. Like that's the thing we have to definitely change up if we're not happy with our training, we're never going to do it. Right. So mm-hmm. you enjoy it. You've got to enjoy it to actually. Yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And the moment that happens, I remember that exact moment. Cause I remember thinking, why do people exercise? You know, this is not fun. This is not enjoyable, but then you kind of get that those endorphins come and, and then it starts to get easier. And that's that point where you get addicted and you're like, okay, I feel the benefits from this. Yes. You're like, you all right, now, I'm a, yeah, now yeah. I want to keep doing this. It's a part of daily life. You know, it's, it's a ritual. Yeah. You know? Definitely. Whenever I'm feeling flat, it's like, okay, you need to get to it. You need to create those good endorphins and that positive energy. 
And that is so important to remember that, you know, whatever training style you're doing, right. You just, you know, that it's going to make you feel good. If you are having a bit of a flat day, it's okay. But yeah, try and get whatever training style you like, get into it because it's definitely, we know it's going to make us feel better, which is important, especially now at the moment. Definitely. (laughs) I think we're going to have all these really fit people like coming in (laughs) into winter to so fit. Or, or the other way, really yeah. not. <laughs> I hope so. I hope it's, I hope it's our first option here. There's um, a lot of home workouts happening though, so I'm quite impressed with everyone's efforts. Me too, which is so yeah. cool. Oh, although I was not game to do the push-up challenge. That was not. Was the, ten, not the ten push-ups. The ten push-ups. Yeah, I was like, yeah, nah, I'm not. <laughs> I'm gonna tag not you. Not ready. Now. I'm gonna tag oh, you. Great. You, you're I gonna... might do it for you. Yes. um okay so before we wrap up everything where can we find you online how do we get to have a little look at your work yeah so you can um instagram is probably the best uh, handle to check out it's more i post more recent work um not that i have done much work in a while so it might be a bit boring at the moment and i'm really using this time to just be and enjoy enjoy this and so i haven't been very present on social media Mm -hmm. I think that's actually really important. I think this is a big lesson for us. Like take time, you know, you don't need to be on there all the time and can be quite draining and exhausting being on there. Um, yeah. So, but back to that again, getting <laughs> off topic, um, could talk here all day with you. Oh man. Um, I, I'm just about in here because I definitely think that is something that we actually should be talking about. And the, the majority of my clients no, I lied, not majority, but some of my clients who I'm talking to are definitely seeing, you know, so much on social media that everyone's killing it. And why, like, why am I not feeling the same way? It's like, because on social media, we only show our highlights. Like we're not showing our lowlights here. So I think that's important for people to remember. Right. And I definitely, I took time off um, of social media for a couple of days and it's just, it is refreshing, especially if your life is on social media. So, you know, for you, um, you're probably always looking at new looks or, or, um, researching, you know, your new clients or whatever. And, and I definitely know that social media is such a good tool and I'm doing the same thing always on social media, but I definitely think it's important that we do just take that tiny step back and just remember that, yeah, not everything that we see on social media is, is the, exactly, exactly. It's all a polished off version and especially working in the field I do, you Mm -hmm. know, like I work with beautiful models and, you know, they're just humans. They're everyone's, everyone's human. You know, we're all stuck in this situation right now together. And yeah, we're all just doing each day. And like, I just think the comparison and I think Instagram can leave you feeling that, you know, I think what it's all about, like validation, likes, um, you know, it's important to know like that it's not, it's a filter. That's, you know, it's not like everyday life. We all have shitty moments, but at the end of the day, yeah, it's about just being authentic to you. And I think, you know, trying not to be on there as much is a great way to be more present mm-hmm. because I, I don't know about you, but I, that new, I don't know if it's new or if I've just discovered it, but it's like tells you how long you've been on social media for that that is so scary it is so scary it's like a vortex like you you literally just go on to check something and then next minute you're on someone's page you're like (laughs) stalking you're like you know deep in some bikini babes instagram 
you know, it's just, it's, it's a vortex and easy to get caught up. Definitely. I um, I think when you, when you work on social media too, it's like, okay, I'm getting way off topic here. Get back to work. I got a message. I got a message, um, it last week. And this is exactly why I took time off social media last week. It was, I think nine hours per day. Like that was my average. And like, I'm not just there scrolling. Like I'm not just scrolling, I promise. But like when your life is on, on social media and you're trying to give out new content and, and for me personally, I'm trying to give as much free content as I possibly can for people to, to, you know, mentally and, and physically move their body. Um, yeah, man, it screws with your head. I was, I was like, Oh my gosh, I've got to get off. Like I can't touch my phone. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. it's crazy and then also just your vision your eyesight like just looking at the screen for so long yeah headaches. Um, I mean it's, it's just like I guess working nine to five and you're doing emails you know at least you're doing something with a purpose and it's your purpose and yeah. that's pretty empowered like that's very empowering yeah that's yeah. true yeah um, okay, so tell us, where can we find you? Where is your Instagram? What's okay, your- yeah, sorry. We'll finally get there. Okay, um, at Miranda Emblem. Um, that's my tag. Um, also, my website, www.mirandaemblem.com. If you do go and have a look at Miranda's work, it is honestly unbelievable. Her The clients that she's got um, obviously trust her with their life and you can really see that via, I guess, their faces and and just the whole production that kind of comes together in one photo. It just looks so awesome. So you'll have to check her out, stalk her, um, even though we just spoke about not being on your phone, <laughs> stalk her, follow her. And um, yeah, you got to post more so we can see more beautiful, beautiful Yeah, shots. I definitely need to get better with that. Um, maybe if I get better with technology, I will um, be able to do that. Perfect. <laughs> maybe I can maybe I can YouTube some some skills in this time. This is exactly this is meant to be a time for learning. So now we can learn yeah. how to actually post. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you honestly so much. That has been an absolute hoot. I hope um, you guys listening have gotten uh, something out of this podcast. I know I definitely have, especially all about being your authentic self. I think that's so damn important, especially at a time like this. This is the time that we need to be working on ourselves and, and figuring out who we are. And I think you've just summed up perfectly, Miranda, exactly what that is. So thank you so, so much for being on the podcast. And You're I'll link, um, thank you. my pleasure. I'll link everything in the show notes below. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. And if anyone has any questions, feel free to flick them over and I can answer them. You are amazing. Thank you. Well, guys, that does wrap up episode number three of The Boss Babe Mentality. We hope you loved this episode. If you did and you want to show your love and support to Miranda, please make sure you screenshot this podcast and tag Miranda at Miranda Emblem and myself at the underscore sweat club so we can see you tuning in. Your love and support is what keeps us going. So please make sure you hit that subscribe button so you do not miss out on any of the boss babes coming up. Thank you so, so much again, and we will see you next week.